Welcome to the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast. I'd love a world free of lung, lung disease and lung cancer, and I don't know if that's going to happen in my lifetime, but I really do feel like I'm here to, to bring hope. This is Savannah DeGraff, founder and owner of Breathe Deep Bracelets. More than 34 million Americans live with chronic lung disease. It's a pervasive problem. And in this episode of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, you'll hear how Savannah from Breathe Deep Bracelets is using her story to raise awareness and positively impact the landscape of lung health in America. And at the end of the episode, you'll hear about an opportunity for the Grand Rapids community to join that mission to raise awareness for lung disease in the U.S. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast. I was an avid runner, so I raced competitively in track and cross country all through high school. I really loved running. It was like a passion of mine. I enjoyed it. So I did struggle with some asthma back in high school. So I had an inhaler. I went to an asthma specialist. So six years ago, when I started having some breathing issues, I kind of just choked it up to my asthma. I was like, oh, maybe I need a new inhaler. I've got to go get this checked out again. Uh, So I just kind of use that as an excuse. In her early 20s, Savannah was living a healthy, active lifestyle. And so she attributed her breathing issues to her history with asthma. But as she paid close attention to how she was feeling, she knew something wasn't right. I couldn't breathe just doing normal things. So walking in the heat, you know, that was really strenuous for me. Um, Just some, some symptoms that didn't add up to who I am and just my active lifestyle. As a student at Grand Valley State University, Savannah decided to share her concerns with her family doctor in the Detroit metro area. Kind of kept going back to my family doctor, expressing some symptoms I had. I had some you know, lower back pain as well. There was uh, you know, the shortness of breath. So it was just like, what is happening here? There was a few different symptoms. Um, and we did some x-rays and I just kind of was prescribed like a Z-pack and it, it would help, you know, it would help somewhat. And so I actually went to France with my family in the summer of 2016. And there's a lot of smokers there still, like that's just kind of more of the norm. And we were in a hotel room, which was non-smoking, but it previously had been smoking. So I could just kind of smell it and feel it in the walls. And I, I started really coughing and and almost couldn't keep, catch my breath. It was very scary. I was alone at that time in the hotel room. So it was kind of freaky. I started like coughing up some blood too, which really was the turning point. Like, okay, this is not right. After her trip to France, Savannah was determined to get answers and decided to seek out a second opinion. And so then I had just graduated from Grand Valley State. I had a new job. I was, again, 22. So I'm in Grand Rapids. and like, well, I should probably find a doctor here because I felt like the other doctor, you know, it, I wasn't going to drive back and forth. You know, we had explored some things, but I wanted to kind of just start this, this process with somebody new. So I went in there as a brand new patient and I said, this, these are my symptoms. And the doctor right away ordered an x-ray And that x-ray showed that I did have a partial collapsed lung at that point. 
on top of having a partial collapsed lung, Savannah and her doctor would also come to learn that she had a tumor on her left lung. Being a normal, active person, and I was only 22 at the time, I was like, this can't be happening to me. I then went back to him and he put in like a recommendation for me to see a pulmonologist. So then within maybe a week, I had an appointment with the pulmonologist. And then he ordered CT scans and a bronchoscopy to get a biopsy of the tumor. So that trip um, to France was you know, really the turning point. And that was in June of 2016. And then I had my left lung removed at the end of September. So it was pretty fast. <laughs> Savannah decided to have her surgery in the Detroit area so she could live with her family while she recovered. So I went back to the east side for that. But yeah, that doctor here in Grand Rapids, his level of care was just was really great, especially being a brand new patient with a huge issue. And that second opinion really saved my life, I think. Within just a few months, Savannah went through the entire process of being diagnosed all the way to having her surgery to remove her left lung. And in such a short time, she didn't really get to process the long-term implications of the surgery. So I was in the hospital for, I think, about six days, if I remember correctly. And then I got home and my parents had a two-story house and my bedroom was upstairs. And it took me a while to just hike those stairs. Like in the hospital, I did a couple, like I would go up the stairs with a physical therapist and like, well, I'm in the hospital. That's normal to be out of breath. Coming back to my normal environment, I think that's really when it set in like, oh, wow, this might be harder. And I expected that to maybe only last like, a couple of months and then I'll be like, oh, I can run again. I'll feel good. And that's when I really realized that, no, this is, I, this is a whole change of life. I really, in the moment, didn't have time to process. It was you know, what do I need to do next? What's the next appointment? I really didn't even realize how intense the surgery was. I didn't think it was going to be life-changing. I kind of was just like, oh, I'm going to get my, my lung removed. So it was, yeah, I really didn't have a moment to process. It was a slow recovery process, but Savannah was anxious to get back to how she had felt previously and to get back to her healthy, active lifestyle. i was at my parents' house for like about a month and a half recovering, um, moved back to Grand Rapids and, and I wanted to get right back into it. I was like, I want to be able to run and prove to people I can do this. And I would go to the gym and like, well, this is really, really hard. So I was really hard on myself back then. And I try to give myself grace now and, you know, even grace thinking back through all that. Um, but I started yoga. So that was something that was great for me. Uh, you know, I went, went to the studio, I told them my situation and, you know, it was really comforting that the owners of the studio and the instructors all knew me and they were like, great job. And it's easy to modify. So, you know, it was just kind of trying to figure out what I can do. And so I was always competitive with myself being a runner. So it was, kind of hard to take a step back and not be able to do the things I used to um, in the snap of a finger. And I had to take a step back like, wait, I have one lung and I'm going to a power flow yoga or I'm going spinning. Like, like let's just remember that. Um, and it's still hard for me to forget that for sure. Yeah, that's kind of how I wanted my active lifestyle to still 
be present. I didn't want to let go of that. And of course I had months where, you know, I was in the feel sorry for myself type of mode where maybe I wasn't working out as much. So that was really a struggle, just trying to figure that all out and navigate it alone. Feeling isolated and not knowing anyone else in a similar situation, Savannah started to research more about lung disease and lung cancer and its scope in America, and did come to learn that tens of millions of Americans live with chronic lung disease. You know, I started Googling things like, who else has one lung? I remember just, yeah, seeing those stats. I could not believe it. I also could not believe that lung cancer is the number one killing cancer in men and women in the U.S. And I had no idea. Um, And that there is so many levels of lung disease, right? So, you know, asthma is one, COPD. um, It's not just lung cancer. So that was really like eye-opening for me. And so it made me realize like, okay, this, this did happen to me. But I'm, I am one of many, you know, that suffered from, from lung disease. And it can happen to anyone. Anyone with lungs um, can suffer from lung disease. You don't have to be a smoker or an older, older person, which before I dealt with this, that was, that was the picture I had painted. So that's how I found the American Lung Association and all of the resources and all the work that they were doing. I felt very moved. I remember like looking that up when I was initially recovering and I kind of just put it in the back of my mind, like maybe one day I want to participate in one of those events. After a couple of years, Savannah would have the opportunity to go to one of those events hosted by the American Lung Association. October of 2019, I attended the um, Lung Force Walk put on by the American Lung Association at the Detroit Zoo. So I had my own fundraising team. We made t-shirts. I just really expressed to them that I wanted to be super involved and was ended up being one of the top fundraisers. And I was even interviewed on the live news, which was pretty crazy. But it was a very emotional day, but it was really cool because all of those people have either suffered from lung disease or are close to someone that has suffered from lung disease. And they're all warriors, you know, walking together. And it was just really great to connect with other people and learn more about what that organization is doing. Um, so that was really helpful and made me feel like, my, like way less alone, which was great. After participating in the Lung Force Walk in 2019, Savannah felt ready to do even more, to give back and to use her story to bring positive change. But just a few months later, the COVID-19 pandemic would put a pause on any plans that she had. So I was just very moved during that walk. And it really empowered me to do more. You know, I was able to fundraise a lot and I had a large group walking alongside me, which was great. And I was like, what else can I do? So it was always kind of in the back of my mind, like how else can I support them? How can I get my local community in Grand Rapids involved? And I always was like, oh, I want to like host an event or do something like that. I want to do something. And so it was just kind of all talk at the time. And then we hit you know, March of 2020. And so all that kind of came to a halt because that was really scary. We didn't know what was going on. And I was isolated with with my now husband, but he was only my boyfriend at the time for a year and a half. We didn't see anybody indoors for that long. Um, If we did, it was like family members who we required them to isolate and test and it was really scary. Um, so we spent a lot of time in our home um, in front of screens and 
I just decided, I was like, I need to do something that doesn't involve a screen as like a, a hobby. So my friend like bought me a bunch of beads and I just started creating bracelets and I had so much fun with it. I've been a, always a creative individual at heart. So it was super fun. Um, after I created a few and some friends wanted to purchase them from me. After getting into this hobby of creating bracelets, Savannah decided to also incorporate her passion for raising awareness for lung health in America. And so she started a business called Breathe Deep Bracelets. A lot of the beads that I use are the turquoise teal color, and that's the official color of women's lung health. So my branding is that color. Even though I was very isolated, still I wanted to give back. And I knew so many people were struggling at that time. And that was a really challenging time for me mentally too, like just not being able to see people because of the situation, you know? And so it wasn't something I can control, but I, I wanted to still make a positive change in that moment. On top of incorporating turquoise, the official color of women's lung health into her bracelets, Savannah also adds lava beads to each bracelet, which can be infused with essential oils. Essential oils were really a key thing that I use when I recovered just to kind of calm me down bring me back like centered and, and grounding myself. It really helped me with that. And so I decided that essential oils have so many benefits and that really, really helped me. And I wanted my bracelets to have something that was a little bit more unique um, and something I could include and incorporate in every single bracelet. And so essential oils, you know, reduce stress, anxiety, they can improve your sleep. So that was just really important to me because I'm also promoting just a healthy, you know, lifestyle mentally and physically. So that really tied in well with my mission. While talking about her business, I asked Savannah about her goals, what she hopes the future looks like for Breathe Deep Bracelets. I've been thinking about that a lot recently and kind of, yeah, what the next steps are. And I realized that Breathe Deep Bracelets is more than the bracelets. It really gave me an outlet to share my story I kept my story to myself for, you know, the first few years. I just really was trying to process it and wrap my head around it. So I, I think the next steps would be I've been journaling a lot. So maybe writing a book. That's always been a dream of mine. Um, or, you know, just speaking on various platforms, spreading the word and sharing about that. And I do attend some like local events where I share my bracelet, like when I sell my bracelets, but it really becomes more sharing the story because, you know, I connect with individuals. They come to, they gravitate towards my table because of my story and my mission. So I think really kind of capitalizing on that story and mission and, and how I can give back. And I think the bracelets will always be a thing, but I'd love to move this more into really speaking out and advocating for, for individuals suffering with lung disease. As she works to raise awareness for lung health, Savannah directs 15% of the profits from Breathe Deep Bracelets towards bringing positive change by donating to the American Lung Association, which is on a mission to save lives by improving lung health, preventing lung disease, and creating a healthy world for all. The organization is actively leading the charge to fulfill their vision for a lung disease-free world. It seems like they're always... Uh, mentioning like a new initiative that they're working on or a new study that they're doing. They have an initiative called like Save by the Scan and it's early detection um, screening. So they, on their website, they have like this quiz you can take to see if you're qualified for an early detection screening. So something that they are really 
promoting right now is if you early detection can definitely um, increase your chances of survival with lung cancer. So usually the time that you are experiencing symptoms, the lung cancer has spread. Um, I don't remember the exact specifics, but I know that they're running a study just monitoring like people my age, active people, and you know what our habits are and any of these habits that we're doing, do those relate to lung disease or lung cancer? So I think they're always like promoting new things and, you know, the job is never done. So they have, you know, some updates and kind of like where we are, like where's our air quality and, and that type of stuff. Cause that can also affect lung disease. It's exciting to see an organization that is putting like those dollars to work and they're really great about promoting it. I think that they just need, um, you know, more people like myself to promote what they're doing. So then there's not this, you know, stigma associated that lung cancer is for is because of smokers, you know? So I think, I think we're, we are moving away from that, which is, is exciting to me. Um, but it's, it's exciting just to kind of see and, and hear success stories as well. While there is so much good news and so many stories of success related to lung disease, there are still a lot of problems to be solved and a lot of challenges to overcome. So I asked Savannah what her hopes might be for the future of lung health in America. Hope looks like saving more people from these early detection scans and giving people the outlet to like have access to those scans and for those to be, you know, financially affordable for those people because I think the the more that we can donate to this organization to to decrease that cost for people is only going to help. And so, I mean, I'd love a world free of lung, lung disease and lung cancer. And I don't know if that's going to happen in my lifetime, but I really do feel like I'm here to, you know, hope like to bring hope and to really promote that. If you do get these early scans and you listen to your body, you know, that's what I ultimately had to do it. Even though I was so young, um, you just kind of have to listen to your body and, and even get second or third opinions if you don't feel like you've been heard. So I think that's also a huge part of my story too, is just, you know, even though you are young and you are healthy, getting those other opinions is, is really important. If you're starting to ask, how can I support lung health in America and support what the American Lung Association is doing? The good news is that Savannah is hosting an event in downtown Grand Rapids this July to raise awareness and funds for the American Lung Association. I've always, in the back of my mind, wanted to host an event in Grand Rapids. Um, the American Lung Association, you know, has a great event in Detroit, but they don't really have anything in Grand Rapids. So um, I decided to go big and book the Blue Bridge downtown Grand Rapids. And we're going to have some yoga flows, local vendors, refreshments, music, um, face painting. It's supposed to be like a family friendly event. Um, to fundraise for the American Lung Association and, and raise awareness for what they are doing. It's a free event. So the event is on July 15th of this year, um, downtown Grand Rapids uh, on the Blue Bridge. So it'll be from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. So it's a three-hour event. We're going to have three separate yoga flows. So one will be starting at 10.30, 11.30, and 12.30. And they'll all be 30 minutes each. Um, each yoga flow will be kind of tailored towards a different, like either like balance or stretching or flexibility. So 
just supposed to be a fun event. Even if you don't want to participate in yoga, there's plenty to do, plenty to, plenty to see. So we're excited about it. And yeah, just kind of picturing the Blue Bridge, you know, busy with people, doing yoga and enjoying the music. It's just kind of what I, I vision for the event and I'm, I'm excited. If this event, Breathe Deep on the Blue Bridge, sounds right up your alley and you'd like to support the American Lung Association, you can find more information in the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast. And a massive thank you to Savannah DeGraff for joining us on this episode. If you want to learn more about Savannah's story or her business, Breathe Deep Bracelets, or their upcoming event, Breathe Deep on the Blue Bridge, you can find links to their website and social media in the show notes of this episode. Good Morning Grand Rapids is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. We help businesses create high-quality podcasts designed to drive business growth. You can learn more about who we are and what we do at InPhaseMedia.co. Again, thank you for listening to the podcast. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you.